0: Okay, now, oh, shush, ha, 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 hi guys, thanks for joining me. I'm Noel Abrahams, and this is What The Frog? Today we're going to dive into a topic that keeps everyone in the retail business on their tiptoes, returns. Now, it might come as a surprise to some of you, but might not to a lot of you. But there is a thing called return abuse, where people are uh, not returning what they say they would or returning the Defected items or and that's my favorite Wardrobing so you would buy it whether it's a tux or a shirt or a dress or whatever And you'd use it for a night or so and then return it after use to get a full refund So we're gonna make the post office pay for my new stereo now. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off <laughs> It's costing the retailers a lot of money now sure you can do it once, you can do it twice. Some people can get away with it, but uh, there comes a point in time, there's a threshold right there where it becomes really an abusive behavior. Bracketing when you would order a few items of different sizes or different colors and you figure out which suits you best. But even still, this is something that is a big problem for a lot of stores, a lot of retailers. Let's talk a little bit about numbers. According to NRF in 2023, Returns have cost businesses a whooping number of $101 billion. Every $100 of um, items that's returned is costing $13 to the retailer. In the holiday season alone, we're talking about $25 billion in fraudulent returns. Now, in order to combat it, a lot of stores are just instating a way worse way 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 worse return policies or return experiences either you're not allowed to return something if it's i don't know only a week after or two weeks after so the return window is shortening Uh, sometimes you'd have to print your own label which is annoying right who owns a printer nowadays all these things are changes that stores have instated in order to make returns a little bit harder so a you wouldn't be so keen on bracketing or if you're intending to abuse the system, again, this is something that would push you away from doing that. So All of us buyers are getting really bad experiences because of a small group of abusers. A lot of users have attested to stop buying in a store that they don't like the return policy. You got to think about the lifetime value of the customer. There is an action you're taking and you're measuring only one side of it you might find that it's doing the opposite in terms of the actual goal for your organization, right? An organization, especially a retailer or an online store, the goal is usually maximize revenue. You want to make more money, you want to keep more of that money, that's clear. You got to think about how you're maximizing revenue. And as I said, you do these blanket restrictions. So anyone who's buying in my store can no longer return at all. It's going to send away most of your customers elsewhere. So sure, you've maximized the revenue you're getting based on the returns. But at the end of the day, you've diluted the pool of people who would actually buy from you. So lifetime value its very important to remember that when you're putting up new return restrictions or setting up new policies. Now, there are technologies that can help retailers provide a tailored experience for each user based on their user behavior, based on their purchasing history, based on their activity on your site and potentially even on other sites. So some technologies leverage a network effect. This is highly recommended. right? If, If we're talking about how those blanket restrictions are preventing good users from not also preventing, but they're depriving the good users of the good, frictionless, seamless, great experience. It is the best when you can tailor the experience for each user. So a good user will just shoot right through, they'll get the return, they can return easily, they just need to drop off. And by the way, they can even get the refund right away. Those abusive users might get a different experience. Hey, Mr. Person, this is a final sale. This item is not eligible for return. Um, this is something that's very important to linger on. If we could provide each user with a tailored experience, if you're a bad user, you simply don't get to buy. If you're one of those people who's on the fence, those in between abusers, fraudsters, savvy shoppers, little hacker, I'm just dabbling with getting some free items, we're adding. Just the, the right amount of friction to prevent the user from of, crossing in the Rubicon, in that sense, and becoming a fraudster. So if we're wrapping up everything, uh, we can say that we talked about the type of return fraud and return abuse. We talked a little bit about numbers of how that issue might be top of mind for consumers and should definitely be top of mind. It has been great seeing you today, guys. Thanks for coming. I, I hope that you like this content and that you're subscribing to our channel, liking, sharing if you think this could be beneficial for your network to see. I want to make sure that you're getting notifications whenever we're posting new content. And uh, always remember that I'm here. If you have any questions, you can comment you can reach out to me. Thanks for joining me. Toodaloo! Sunny! This is Sunny, my dog. Sunny, say hi.